0: Hello and welcome to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast produced by me, Fraser McGrew for Aleph Insights. In this series of podcasts, we take a look at interesting topics and discuss what we think they tell us about analysis and decision-making. I'm here with Tom Spence, Peter Coghill, and Nick Hare of Aleph Insights. And this week, we're talking about what's wrong with clocks. And due to the new lockdown, unusually, we're recording this remotely. Nick,
1: what's wrong with clocks? Well, the other day I was, um, I, I think I I'd I'd got up quite early, five o'clock or something. And it was kind of, um, it was sort of th- three in the afternoon or something. And, and I said "I said to my um, son, well, I've been up for 10 hours already. And he said, um, oh, what, you mean you got up at three in the morning? And I was like, no. And then I, re- then I thought, hang on, maybe I got up at one in the morning. And then I realized the whole system doesn't make any sense. Um, it's just really, really confusing the way that we, our clocks work. I've got six specific objections that I'm going to outline. Oh, God. And then I think we can talk about uh, whether I'm right with those objections, but also how we can make this ridiculous time better.
0: Right. So first of all, hold on. on. So ironically, when it's like three o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning, now I know what you're doing. You're sort of thinking about this sort of stuff. It's confusing, isn't
1: it? Like to, to work out what happened. T- 10 hours ago should be easy at mm. three o'clock but it's hard it's just you've got to do kind of annoying sums so the first of all two lots of 12 hours doesn't make any sense right very hard to make it intuitive um you, you've got to do this ridiculous thing of sort of you know it's like modulus 12 in the middle of, and it's in the middle of the day and it's yeah. just really you know 12 12 12 is a good number we all know that but you know it's it's not it's not something it's not we find 10. intuitive. 10 a much um, sounder 10 is better well yeah we'll get to that um or 24 hours and 60 minutes are too big, right? The, the, the numbers are too big. And it's like George Orwell said about um, metric units is the problem with these sort of hundreds is that you can't really visualize them. You can't visualize 180 of something, but you can visualize six feet. I think too many, too many units in a chunk, right? 24, 60, too big. We need something in between. Hmm. Um It starts in the middle. It starts in the middle of the night. Mm. Like, why is this madness look at you imagine you've designed a system where for some reason you've decided to sub subdivide the day into two chunks which we might broadly call day and night you start at midnight so a quarter of the day happens before midday and then half the day happens and then and then it's yeah it just doesn't make any sense at all it, it, so that that whole thing about when it starts like midnight is a really stupid time for, to start any any kind of uh, uh system um mm. It's this idea that day and night are somehow fundamentally different. It is no longer a, a relevant assumption in the, in the modern world when we have electric lights. And secondly, and then finally, an hour is not enough to do anything. Nothing is an hour long, right? If you're going to do something for an hour, you're probably going to do it for two hours. Probably going to watch a film. Like things, if you have an hour to get ready, that's not long enough to do anything, is it? An hour is a bad chunk. I don't like it. No, an hour is just the wrong amount of time, and a minute, on the other hand, well, that's not enough time to do anything at all. Like a minute is just too small. Um, you, you know, they're, they're my main objections uh, to the way it works. So I, I've, I've basically I've redesigned it
0: from the bottom up, but we'll get to that. Mm. We'll get mm. to that. I
1: mean, I mean, do other people share my? So, yeah, let's.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we want to get into how it all, um, you know, got designed in the first place. But anyway, um, weigh in at this. Moment. Babylonians, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's insane. I mean, that's it's like 130 BC or something. It's hardly it's hardly going to fit the modern world,
2: is it? Mm. Um, Peter, Tom, anything to say at this point? Well, I, th- I, thought I thought we we could weigh in from a sort of technical point of view. Time is also a pain in the bum when you're doing any kind of coding. Uh, because you've got all these different units. Uh, so you've got seconds. Oh, I see what you
0: mean. Not time as a
2: as a as a concept, but not time how... as a concept. That that could be quite much, much, much simpler. And indeed, many kind of languages and packages, li- libraries and things that you, you you would use in common languages simplify the simplify the approach to make it easier to deal with. But the the fact that you've got different units uh which all have different bases in relation to each other mm. makes makes time computation really quite complicated um you can't just take you can't just say variable a minus variable b to get the difference in time um, that will usually result in meaningless garbage um, you have to sort of do some sort of complicated conversion first or hand it over to some library that will do it for you um, so that, that that's a shout out for sort of simplifying time uh, for to to help out those poor uh, uh poor, poor, those poor coders around mm. the world
3: mm. okay uh tom now I'm actually going to come out in favour of time. Right. I like the system of time we have. I think it is fit for purpose, and
0: I think just just to say, ironically, rather than having time on you, you actually you have both time on your side
3: and you're on the side of time as well. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Sorry, um, um, sorry, that took me a few seconds to come up with that. One. But anyway, go on. <laughs> so I think that the the units are appropriate. I disagree with Nick saying that a minute is too little to do anything, and an hour is also too little to do anything. Well, um, just
1: whatever it is you're going to do in a minute, you need five minutes to do. And whatever you're going to do in an hour, you need about two or three hours to do.
0: I think uh, an hour is too long for a lot of stuff, actually. I right,
1: right. So that's what I mean. But a minute is too short, right? So something that happens between a minute and an hour is is not a minute or an hour. We need something else. But to, isn't
0: um, optimal think, time...
1: Shall we let Tom carry on?
0: No, hold on. I wouldn't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> give me a second no but 40 minutes is meant to be optimal learning time isn't it that's why lessons are often 40 to 45 mm, well minutes. i think we'll get to I that i guess that gives we'll you handily it. it gives you another 15 minutes to go on to your next lesson um but anyway sorry tom i rudely interrupted no don't going. worry
3: so i think my key argument here is that yeah we all like si systems and as peter rightly said they make things easier you know keeping everything in the same basis and the same units so everything's directly comparable that's nice but even in you know, in the hard sciences, we don't use SI units all the time. What's what is SI standard something? Uh, it's system international. international I think, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's wait. It's everyone said French. that at the same time, so I didn't get it once. So Tom, what is SI? So it's uh, the system international. It's the French origin. Uh, it's a system of French origin that is the standard units um, for all sorts of things. So for example, okay, cool. you have uh, if I just list them off, you've got the meter for length, seconds for mm. time. Uh, the mole for amount of substance, amperes for electric currents, kelvins for temperature, candelas for luminous intensity, and kilograms for mass. And all other mm-hmm. units are derived from those. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. So while that's a nice, elegant system, in sciences you don't always use it, right? So you know, coming from a background as a as a chemist, we would talk about angstroms rather than meters because, you know, when you're talking about an atom, a meter isn't a very useful unit you know, of distance, right? And similarly, we talk about electron volts instead of joules because you're talking about very small amounts. So, of how, energy. how big
1: is an angstrom? What's the what am I thinking of when so I'm thinking an angstrom? An angstrom unit?
3: is uh, 0.1 nanometers. Sounds a bit metric to me, but it go is on. metric. But then, if you take the example of an electron volt, an electron volt is 1.602 times 10 to the minus 19 joules. And 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 that's like the amount of charge that an electron has or something. Uh, Potential difference. It's the amount of energy needed to move an uh, electron through one volt. Oh, okay. Um, Pretending pretending to understand. Um, Sorry,
0: where where have we gone with this? I'm lost. He's getting there. 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 My my point
3: here is that I think of the electron volt as the equivalent of a minute, right? And on the other end of the scale, maybe a a British thermal unit, which is uh, roughly, it's over a thousand joules i'll just check it's 1055 joules and that's a very useful unit for talking about uh you know heating energy in homes that kind of thing so we use different non-standard units because they're useful in different situations if we try to force everything into being you know multiples of 10 seconds we're going to be getting horrible decimals all over the place you know if we start changing seconds when i set something to a two minute timer on my microwave, I'm going to be having to Madness. set it to, you know, total chaos. So
2: so, oh, hold, hold on. Hold on. So hold if on, you don't, on. if you don't mind, if you, if, if physicists and chemists don't use unit, the standard units for time, you don't actually mind if we change it. That's what you're saying. Yeah. We can come up with you know, better ones.
3: You know, well, what I'm saying is we'd still need non-standard units, like minutes, yeah, yeah, hours that's for the appropriate uses. So for microwaves, for lessons, for zoom calls, You know,
0: Mm. but what? Hold on, hold on. So, is your argument, uh, Tom, that is you're not talking about transition here? You're not talking about the complications. You're not talking about how how tricky it would be to to change on T day the pace, right? Yeah, you're talking about actually. No, a minute sometimes needs to be a minute. Exactly. Um,
3: Okay. I think that minutes and hours are fit for purpose, just like angstroms and British thermal units are fit for purpose, even though they're not standard. You know. So I, th- I think, you know,
0: if you stick something in the microwave
3: for um 120
0: seconds versus either 100 seconds or 200 seconds, um, then there's no bloody difference. I think it'll be fine.
3: You know, it'll, you know, that's I that's a lot of my life weighing out very precise, uh, accurately, approximately. <laughs> I think well, I think Tom is. A, I think Hacker Tom is, is no, no. Because if we're
0: talking about oh God, I need to heat, heat up this with a bit of chicken and rice or something and bung it in the microwave. I don't, I don't put it in there for two minutes thirty because I think two minutes thirty is the right amount of time. It's it's just like it's vaguely in the right sort of area. Well, there, there so, must be a tailing off of the
1: amount of heat retained by a curry if you're heating it up for five minutes. It won't be concomitantly twice as hot than two and a half minutes. Anyway, I think we're getting. <clears throat> It's Tom is has presented an argument, which I 100 percent agree with um, against decimalizing it now. uh, Mm. But I I have not done that with my system, which I can explain. Let's hear the system. Well, so I designed the system from really now it's not from the bottom up as such. What I, is this what related
0: I, sorry is this related to your system of days as well because i seem to be we had one of those. no i'm well. not i'm not
1: fiddling around with that for for now although this system could be used to do that yeah. um okay. so right. i i uh, i'm not interested in anything bigger than the day mm. and i'm taking the day as a natural unit right now yep. there's some argument about whether we should use the rotation of the earth and mm. have a day that gradually slips as the earth throughout the year but look, anyway i'm just going to go with it we got the same the day is the same length i've kept okay. that Okay. And what I've done is, um, uh, is I've I've also decided to keep the minute. Mm. Now I'll explain mm. why that's okay. But I've kept the minute because you know, like when they did the switch over to, to decimal currency, mm. a pound was still a pound, and handily, your sh- sh- the old shilling just became exactly like a new five yeah, p. Yeah. So I want. I don't want to. I don't want to send people's mind round the bend. I don't want to do the what the French did, where they redesigned everything. And minutes were a different length,
0: and seconds were a different yeah. length,
1: and it was catastrophic.
0: So that's what I'm saying. So so you so you're keeping a, se- a second is still a second, second is second, and, and, and a and minute so, is still so, 60 it's, so my system is about
1: how to parcel up the seconds in a day, essentially. Now, if you look at the number of seconds in a day is one thousand four hundred fourteen. The prime factors in a day, that, no, in a can't day. Be. Uh, sorry, 1, 4- number of minutes. Yeah. Okay, sorry, number yeah. of minutes in a day: one thousand four hundred forty. And the prime factors are: two, it was two to the power of five, three squared, and five. The two squared three, um, which happens to be twelve, pairs up nicely. So what we have there is twelve times twelve times ten minutes in a day. Okay, we now that is great because they're all about that's three ways of dividing it. And all of them are not big. We don't have any ridiculous twenty fours or sixties in there. right? We've got to count up to twelve and twelve and ten. Right. So here's how it works. Ten Decrons in a day. Right. Each Mm. Decron is one hundred and forty four minutes. But don't think of it like that. Right. Because in each Decron, there's twelve hecatonicosacrons, which are uh, which are what you might have you would think of as the twelve minute long. Um, icosachron, right? <laughs> uh, so, so there's 12 of those in a decron. Yes. And then the other innovation to my system is that the day starts at what is currently six in the morning. Okay. So some sort of average, you know, kind of roughly when the sun comes up. Now, I, I'm going to argue that a decron is the right amount of time to do something. If you had to go out in an hour, that's hard. You just haven't got time to do anything. Right. As I said, you've got Decron. That's a nice chunk of time. Um, so that's, and that's, that's 12, uh, 12 Hecatonikosacrons, right? How long is
0: Decron again? Is it 144 minutes?
1: Yeah. That's, that's enough time to watch a film. For example, it's like, it's a good amount of time and there's 10 of them in a day. And it means you can, so you, what in, in eight hours, you've got, you've got a kind of eight hour chunk, which is where you're at work. It's, it's a handy kind of 40 hecatonicosachrons for you to divide up however you want. So the typical day you get up at, at naught. You go oh, to work at about one decron. Oh. You'd work between about one and a half and four and a half decrons. You'd come home, perhaps five decrons, go to bed around seven decrons. And, um you know, for and, and everything else is really nice. It divides up nicely. So like the length of a podcast, for example, is two Um That's my system I've I've, I've actually made a converter, which I can use to convert any time into the new system. Um, if you're interested, but that's to
3: all our meeting requests being in, uh, in the, the Nick yeah continuum but
1: but i think so i think the two innovations are moving it round so that it starts at a sensible time which is dawn and um and secondly introducing a third divide division of the day that's the key thing for me it's sort of having something in between you know the currently we've got like hours and minutes and and there's too many hours in the day there's too many minutes in an hour and this divides it up in a totally different way so that you have three it's a bit more like pounds shillings and pence
0: so, I mean, just to say, I think it would be really easy and quite boring of us to to weigh in and go, "This is absolutely, absolutely ridiculous," and I don't what, I don't understand what you're talking about, right? It's, it kind of invites that. Um, however, let I've us. I've imagine- you. I've sold you. It's the yeah. revolution well, starts here. Well, well, no, but uh, let us let us cast our mind, our imaginations back, if we can, to however many years BC, with some Babylonian bloke going to another Babylonian bloke. Hey, I've got an idea. Um, and it's to do with time and how we divide that up, right? And, you know, it'd be that sort of similar sort of thing, right? So we need to approach... It just you know, might seem unusual to us now, but it's because it's so used to the system that is in place.
2: That said... Let's tear this apart. Um, it was probably a bloke just like you phrasing. That's why we're in such a mess now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want me coming up with systems of time.
0: Um, so, any comments? Any sort of any sort of um, um,
2: criticisms? I'm sure there are no criticisms. Um, any thoughts on this, Tom or Peter? Well, they still got messy twelves. It's just not decimal, so it's it's wrong. Um, uh, it, it it you can't you still can't do simple calculations in your head. Uh, prime like, prime, you, you're just not going to be able to get that if you've got a load of twos in your prime factors. Well, There's only one 2s you
1: You've got a two and a one two and one. You have got a five one five in your prime factors. So you're not going to be able to do all this with tens mm. unless you start doing what the French did, which was bugger around so that there was exactly a hundred thousand seconds in the day or something, and then and then everything's the wrong length. Like their minutes were like fifteen percent longer and their seconds were. 30% shorter or something
2: it's insane mm. no that makes that makes the seconds you won't notice it'll just get used to a second because a seconds not really long enough to do anything but a minute being uh what is a, a roughly a minute and a half of the hour to the, the current of standard time um that's not an unusual thing that's enough time to make a cup of tea that's you know enough time to have a quick pee you know, it's sort of you can get useful stuff done in a minute it's the problem of of being able having to count up to a hundred of them, like having to say oh, I'll see
1: you in, you know, thirty six minutes, instead of just being able to say I'll see you in three hectocenticosaconds. But <laughs>
3: <laughs> does your um, system not introduce the problem of what if you want to see someone in thirty minutes and well, how, then you'd how say many, It's like I'll see how you how in two your... and a half. Two, two and a half hecatonicosachrons it's
1: easy no but the point is that you wouldn't say that you wouldn't say i'll see you in 30 minutes you wouldn't do that that's like when people say oh well if you if we're using uh kilograms instead of saying six ounces you'd have to say 0.276543 pe-. no you wouldn't you'd just say i'll see you in three hecatonicosachrons yeah, so you wouldn't, just, you wouldn't be using yourself. the minutes anymore you wouldn't be I... they would be out of your mind you'd be thinking in terms of that bigger chunk of time
3: no My position on on your suggestion here, Nick, is that I think it has merits. I agree with Peter that it, it doesn't introduce simplification. But as I established before, I don't think that simplification is necessary. We use the second as the SI unit. We can use that for technical things if we want. And we need units that are useful for our everyday lives, which yours provides. But I don't think they provide any increase in utility over minutes and hours. And I know you think that hours aren't quite right for your purposes, but I find hours pretty convenient. I find minutes pretty convenient I so think in we- most which- systems
1: in most systems which are in sort of daily use you 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 don't subdivisions are normally no more than like ten like in real life people divide things into into less because the evidence is that people can't even count up really much more much more than beyond about ten and visualize it in their heads. That's really my key innovation here is to be is to give people smaller units to deal with and and to be able to scale up in approximately even units. Given the fact that we have a weird number of minutes in the day, we're scaling up, you know, by by 12 for the first two levels. And then you have a chunk of 10 at the top. Um, So I think it's easier because because you can't you've got too many units if you try and divide it. It's like, well, why not just just count the minutes? Start at zero and end at one thousand four hundred forty, and do everything like that. Why do we
2: subdivide things in the first place? It's equally bon, it's, it, as bonkers as the current standard time system. So why not? Um, yeah, I agree. It, it, I, not- I think, Peter, have you designed your own system? No, I know. I my my the system I sort of rattled off uh, when we initially started discussing this. Turns out that it was the the the, the, the um, decimal system proposed in in uh, revolutionary France. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll just outline that because this might make more sense to sort of technical people. So yeah. again, we mm. use the we use the solar day as the sort of the the benchmark. Um, in a day, there are a hundred thousand seconds, which you could are divided thus. So you'd have a hundred of those seconds in each minute. You'd have a hundred of those minutes in each hour, and then you'd have ten hours per day. Mm. So you, you with those comfortable visualizing things of in hundreds. So we agree on the decron. That's a we agree on the algorithm. decron. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 they by all means have a, a uh, introduce more units along the way. So have a deci hour if you want ten minutes, and have a deci minute if you want ten seconds. Mm. Um, you could do, you could keep dividing it by ten as long as as much as you want, but only divide by ten. That's the rule. It's only ten. <laughs> what if I want to divide by twelve or something? I can't. Well, well, by all means, come up with your own. What unit. if I, I want to divide an hour by three? going to that because it doesn't make any sense. Um, which ends up being, meaning the second is slightly shorter than the current second. And the uh, the minute is slightly longer than the current minute, but more or less it, it feels more adoptable. It feels it's closer to the current system, and everything uh, is uh, is divisible by ten. Now I, I, it's representable as a decimal as well. I mean, you and you've got the time there, it. and it's one decimal number that you can immediately write down if you know the yeah. time. Um, yeah, and you can drop in extra points if you want to spell out minutes and hours. But they, and you but can, would, you, can add, you can add one time to another and and get the next time yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so it's really simple there's one base throughout so it, it's a really easy computation. but i would i would all i would i would adopt nick's call for starting the day at six o'clock in the morning that just makes eminent sense like the the intuitive sense of the human brain is that a day starts when the sun rises i discovered something do you want to know something intriguing About the Japanese, um, the way
1: the Japanese have got obviously the same these days, we've got the same clock as we have. But what the Japanese do um, when it's when it's late is they keep counting. So instead of saying one in the morning, they say 25 o'clock and 26 Mm. o'clock. And that only ends when you go to bed. I think that's excellent and i and i and I, I you know i think that's a really good workaround to this ridiculous problem of the the clock resetting at midnight which you know it's, it's the middle of something it really shouldn't behave like that um so yeah i just thought i'd throw that in because i thought it was really good
3: yeah no, nice
1: i might start doing it myself amazingly i don't know how
0: but it's we're, we're, we're quite close to the end here well, we've, it's, well
1: we've done um, t- we're nearly at two hecatonicosachrons we are which i was said thinking it's probably
0: about... a good length for a podcast yeah yeah quite um i've got a couple of questions but I mean, for, but first, Tom, do you have um, any alternative system to, to what's been presented thus far?
3: Well, as I said, I'm fairly happy with what we have at the moment. I think Peter's proposal definitely has benefits. You know, it, it makes things a lot easier in, in a lot of regards with the, the, the decimalization. I don't think, for me at least, I don't think Nick's system provides any improvement on what we have now. The only thing I might concede is the utility of having something between a minute and an hour, but to my mind, it'd be much easier just to come up with a name for fifteen minutes. Just call <laughs> them quadrants or something like that. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't need to start messing around with how you split things. Just just stick something in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Spoken like a true engineer, well done, Tom. Yeah, twenty four yeah. hours
3: is
0: wrong though. It's just, the whole basis is wrong. So look, good news though, Nick. Um, I've decided that I like your system. Uh, has it got a name?
1: new time
0: nice
3: nice didn't work with new folk did it (laughs) (laughs)
1: um
0: new folk did you say new coke new coke new coke oh yeah um yeah so yeah no i like it we're gonna do it okay right what i'm interested in how are we gonna make this happen because i i think people might i think people might resist Uh, this right and I think we might have you know to overcome objections and you know naysayers like specific like Tom right Um, so Rhys Mogg yeah I think this is the more interesting question well, actually, I'm not sure if it is, but anyway, it's a question. How are we going to make this happen? I want to hear from you, Nick. Mm. And, and and Tom, you better get on board. Otherwise, you know, you
2: need to be part of the solution. The thing with Nick is he comes up with ideas, but doesn't actually want to implement them. So that's left <laughs> up to me and Tom to work out. So, <laughs> let, let, okay, Tom,
3: we've been handed this mission. How, how do we make this happen? Yeah, how are we going to make well, this happen? I, for one, will only lay down my 24-hour days over my, my cold dead body. But <laughs> um, no, it, it's a tricky one. I reckon I reckon you've got to go you've got to find a community that's willing to buy into it and grow it from there. So find some kind of, you know, a community that likes changing things for the sake of changing things. <laughs> it probably means it won't last long in that community though, if, <laughs> if, if you get it adopted. That's
2: a good point. A, a, a community that likes changing things for the sake of changing things is transitioning into a crystallized
3: state that's not gonna change anything <laughs> exactly, out yeah. Adopted,
2: yeah. Okay. But
3: the, the trouble is. You know, if one person adopts it or if five people adopt it, you need buy in from a big enough group to then make it sustainable. Right. Otherwise, you're just talking about converting between units all the time. And that's even worse than what we have at the moment.
0: I think there's two ways to do this. Uh, one is the way that you've you've sort of setting out there, g- grassroots, growing it from a from an enthusiastic community. And and then as it catches on, it'll, you know, there'll be a tipping point. That's one way to do it. But that's a bit dull and boring and sort of a bit complicated. I think the only way to do this, we need some sort of overthrow of government is, is what we need um, and maybe the formulation of some sort of world government. That's what probably, I think that sort of top down approach is
2: what we should be going for. It's a small um, step, but it might work. Yeah. <laughs> After the apocalypse, we'll propose mixed yeah. their system of time, and, yeah. and
0: I think what would be handy is some kind of form of wiping of people's memory as well, because otherwise, you know, if you're going to get people sort of saying, "Oh, I remember in old time how it's like that," I can't get used to it. You know, much like sort of you know people who are now unfortunately sort of dying off a bit. So talk about old money and so on. Maybe some some videos,
1: <clears throat> which which sort of illustrate the new system with a nice reassuring 70s style narrator.
0: Yeah. And I can get involved with that side of things, so everyone's a winner. Um you
2: might you want a brainwashing ray and you want some catastrophic world event. Yes. That's 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 how you want it to happen. Okay. If that's what it takes that's what it takes.
3: <laughs> I'm going to start buying up old clocks now because they're going to be worth so much more money when. <laughs> no, they'll used. be they'll be illegal. You'll be shot if you found in possession of it. <laughs> yeah, we are underground.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um Okay, I think I think that's probably an appropriate moment to to finish this off on. Um Nick, and just before we stop, just give us a rundown of the units of the of the things again. Let's let's hear them what, t- before ten, we uh, sign off. Ten decrons in a day, yeah. twelve
1: hecatonicosacrons in uh, a decron, and then yeah. you've got a simple twelve minutes in a in a hecatonicosacron. Hecaton yeah, yeah. Okay. If you say it over and over again, it becomes really quite a pleasant word to say.
0: Yeah, and no, I, 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 I just yeah.
1: wanted to chuck in um, time reformers. There's one guy who I really liked, who I discovered, <clears throat> someone yeah. called John Nystrom who invented this thing he called the tonal system, which was a base 16 method of counting that he applied to almost everything um including music and measuring things and he renamed all the numbers there weren't enough numbers so he had to invent loads more and then he spaced out the numbers and added new numbers between the first numbers and um he's like it says in hexadecimal the number one five one zero 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 I don't know how to say that in in hexadecimal but he would have called it mil susaton bong. and it says here tonal time the clock had 16 hours, which were represented by the numbers one to nine and six other numbers that Nystrom invented. All of the numbers, the old and the new ones, got new names. So number nine uh, was put into where number 10 used to be, and a new number had to come after number eight. Tonal time was calculated in tims. An hour was, di- an hour was divided into 16 minutes or timtons. While a minute was divided into sixteen seconds, or Tim's hands, so I quite like this guy because mm. it's not too dissimilar. Eight was renamed Me, and sixteen was called Ton. So noon was Me Tim's, and midnight was Ton Tim's. And he yeah. also divided the calendar
2: to sixteen months. Uh, as um, a from a, from a sort of from an engineering coding point of view, I can totally get on board with hexadecimal time yeah, because exactly. that's very easily convertible to base two, which makes computing nice and efficient. That is true, actually. Yeah, uh, the, the Chinese also had a thing
1: where um, they they had a a unit called a K which was 14 and a half minutes roughly of which there's 100 in a day I quite like that one as well um, because it fits in will with my system so it's got precedence anyways yeah. what I'm saying
2: yeah
0: I have to say I quite like this yeah that, I think we'd live in a more lyrical musical you know something about if, if we had no previous knowledge of, of time from before that we'd be sort of pleased. It's a bit it's a bit like when you see Italians talking to one another, mm. that they really revel in their language, right? Mm. Um, and it'd be that'd be like us talking about time, we wouldn't be able to stop talking about it all the Tim Toms and my ties yeah. and whatever <laughs> it was. I don't know. There is something
2: okay. quite borishly functional about time when you just yeah. say, Oh, it's 13 minutes past four in the afternoon. It sounds like it sounds like you're announcing a train departing. Yeah, um, yeah. whereas if you had something a bit more lyrical. Uh, mating with... billabong wing-wang kind of oh, thing yeah, yeah. yeah. That's,
3: that's why i like to give the parting uh parting thought of the attitude to time that i have encountered in lebanon which is there's morning there's lunchtime there's the <laughs> afternoon and inshallah maybe we'll meet at one of those times
0: <laughs> i like that i think that's the appropriate way to finish this and go off and have some lunch Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you as always for listening to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast. I'm Fraser McGrew. Being here with Tom Spence, Peter Coghill, and Nick Hare of Aleph Insights. Until next time, bing bong.